0: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't the road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up ba At participating McDonald's. Whoa.
1: You kicking it with Q Almighty, man. Jumped out the Porsche Data Glove Bass, you know. do live in the pool, I live dig it, man. Gang gang. Nowadays, if it ain't 3500 and ain't exotic. And beefing to get your mama zipped like Giuseppe's a at cold summer.
0: Alright, so we man. got Q Almighty jumping off the porch with us, finally. You man. know what? Real day one, by the way.
1: Nah, man. for real. Since like, what? 2013? Yeah.
0: 2013. South by Southwest. True. For sure. Boy, you got a good memory, man. I don't remember. <laughs> man, look, I can't remember these dates and years. I remember, because,
1: look, the reason why I remember that shit so vividly is because I got in before everybody else, security and all. I'm watching. We letting the security in, <laughs> for real. I'm looking at Future, Dirk, Lonely, Adobe. I'm li- all no. these people is just walking in and out this motherfucker, just random, just regular. I'm like, that was man. a crazy show, man. What? Um, Master P. I never knew Adobe was that big. Yeah. I never knew that P had that much of a, like them many hits back to back oh, to back. When CMG came in, yep. guy that came in with the mask, I was yep. like, yeah, all like, that. Classic memories. Yep.
0: Classic, nah, definitely classic man. memories. Nah. Long live a little poo. For sure, man. For sure. You gonna talk about poo, man. For definitely, sure. absolutely, man. So, uh, you got anything else shaking here in Atlanta during this trip, or you just came by to, you know, hang with I, some, I really, with some I, folks, I, bro? I just came to kick it with fam. I ain't
1: doing nothing else. Y'all, you know, y'all family. That's that's all I came over.
0: Yeah.
1: I was gonna record, but shit, I can't find no studios right now.
0: We did say you got two rooms right in there. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, say less. We so in there the paint. <laughs> we in the paint. Yeah, man. So, what's new in BR, man? What's
1: going on out there, bro? I'm going to be honest. The same thing is going on in BR that's been going on for the last 29 years of I me mean, being living, bro. I ain't going to lie. It's been the same exact thing. Back to back to back bullshit. It's going to keep going on, too. Why do you say that? Why Why is it going to keep going on? It's going to keep going on because ain't nobody who's going to be able to stop it. Hmm. Who's going to be able to stop it? All the OGs and shit, when they get bred, they get out the city and move the fuck on. They not trying to deal with none of these young niggas that's not listening. It's not happening. It's over with. Yeah. It's over with. Then everybody who ain't listening got their rod. They finna use their shit. Hmm. It's over with. It's, what am I listening to this old person? I don't even know if you did all the shit that I heard about in the streets you washed up ass, get out of the way. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how they feel. Yeah. They going with they move, they going with what they know. I know what I get out here and do what I do. Old oh, niggas can't tell me nothing. Hmm.
0: That's
1: how they feel. The youth gonna go with what they know. And what they know is working right now. And as long as it works for right now, that's all they care about. Five, 10 years down the line, they don't care. they not thinking that far. They not thinking that far. All the bread that they getting right now, they not thinking about investing nothing. For what? I'm trying to get them Dior's. I'm trying to get them crew grades dropped today. I'm trying to get them. You talking about, I already know. Cause I was there. Mm-hmm. I was there with them. I, was,
0: I, I know exactly the mindset. So same old saying. What do you feel like needs to change then? Mm. Like where do we start? We know it's going to be a long process I ain't gonna to change I the like, culture out there. But
1: I feel like to change the culture out there it's gonna either have to be people in my generation gonna have to stop it, because I'm, I'm in the middle generation. Like, you got the young, like the young, young, like around like finna leave middle school to like in college. Then you got me, I'm out of college now. So it's that generation, and then it's the 30 and up, or 35 and up. It's a disconnect between them two generations. Hmm. and. I feel like for anything to change, it's going to have to be a, that middle generation to stop it and be like, look, old niggas, this is what y'all need to do. Young niggas, this is what y'all need to do. And then I feel like that'll bridge the gap. I feel like that'll bridge the gap, yeah. for sure. Because as of right now, it's a total disconnect between the generations. And it's going to continue to be that until I feel like we stop it. Yeah. That's why I be trying to say certain stuff in my music. You know, that's, yeah. I be trying to get my little Easter eggs in there, trying to
0: give them some game. Some people don't listen, though. Yeah. Yeah, I was even going to ask, what type of influence would you say the music has on the city? We know Mm -hmm. it's a reflection of what's really going on out there. It (laughs) seems like it does add a little more fuel to the fire, though, also.
1: What? It ain't nothing but that. That's all it is. That's all the music do. It it adds the lighter fluid to the—it's already a, a bunch of flames everywhere. The whole city. It's over with. This bitch up in flames every day. It's always hot and it's always something new. Every time you go in to a barbershop, every time you go into to a restaurant a nail salon or whatever, you're going to hear about some more bullshit that just happened, that the police trying to catch up on. Mm-hmm. They late. We on the no, new bullshit. It's more going on right now. Yeah, it's going to continue to be like that until my generation stop it and I don't feel like we're going to stop it either because we're encouraging the young niggas to do the dumb shit we encourage them it's it's, uh, it's backwards bro it's backwards yeah yeah it's backwards yeah
0: what's kept you in br all these years then
1: really it was just college really but i just got out there like two years ago um family my old lady Shit. if it wasn't for that bro i'd be out of there because I, I promise like i feel like that's what's been holding me you know what i'm saying like keeping my career from going crazy. Hmm. I don't feel like it's nothing but that and me. I feel like them the only things that's holding it back. Cause I know I got my love. I'm low key manic depressive kind of like, you know what I'm saying? I get down on myself a lot. So Hmm. I be feeling like, damn, I should've did this, I should've did that. And I get so caught up in the shoulda, coulda, woulda that I forget the, it's still going right now. You gotta, you know how much shit you can do tomorrow. I'm just so worried about all the yesterdays that I forget. You got a new day to start and finish a lot of shit that you missed on the other days. Yeah. While making steps in the future too. You're not just backpedaling, you're making steps towards the future too. I be forgetting about all that. But now I'm retraining myself, you know. Shout out to Derek and learn, relearn, unlearn, relearn, I'm trying to, trying to do that, for real. What did you study in college? Well, I went to school immediately for um, electrical engineering. Um, but then I got out of that and went to mechanical because mechanical got more um, architecture in it, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's like architect and electrical together, damn near. And then I was just like, fuck engineer all the way because I felt <laughs> like I was in that motherfucker for too long. And like my music career starting to, you know, grow because I have to like rip the bitch six and mm-hmm. 600 degrees and all this shit like that They're, they started going crazy and then you know we linked at the 300 studios and you told me about the Alamo situation. i was like oh my god like why am i still in the college why am i still in school i need to be chasing my dream you know what i'm saying so i kind of went from engineering to business just so i could get this out the way right fast so i can get the moving around some more but shit i still had a job after that so i still was stuck it's always something that's going to have, have me stuck, and I, I don't like feeling like that. I don't like feeling like that. Because I feel like everything that keeps me is going to hold me back from my dream. And you only got a certain amount of time, it's only a, a window to make it, I feel like. Some people say it's not, you know, for the real writers, the real lyricists. Cause shout out to um, Westside Gunn and Benny and Conway and all them for making it in their 30s. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was in their 30s when they made it. Two chains, thirties, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like they gave me hope for like maybe it ain't over, you know what I'm saying? Because I am getting kind of getting up in age, type shit. So, you know that, and I'm keeping my eyes open to other things. Like rap ain't the end all be all. Like bro, I want to act, I want to do all type of shit. I don't want to just be, just be a rapper. Like, I love it with everything in me. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the only things that kept me from going to the other end. I already told you, I'm in the reserves. Yeah. You already know what that could entail. I ain't got to go into that. So,
0: like I say, what type, act, what type of what are acting you trying to get into, man? See, Can whatever. you cry on demand? <laughs> 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 Not asking to do it. I'm just want to know. Hey, I ain't gonna. You want to do some serious roles? or You well, want to stick do, with the comedy? I would
1: do whatever. Hmm. I would do whatever. I promise you, because I'm an everyday person. You know what I'm saying? Everybody every day goes through a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. I'm a regular human being just like everybody else, bro. So I can relate to damn near anything, everything. That's another reason why the shit is called the big bad wolf. The, yeah. you you're adjustable. I can adjust to any situation, damn it. We in the, the hoodies of the hoods. I'm there with you. I'm on the bullshit with. If we in corporate, I'm there with you and I'm talking very proper.
0: I know what the you know what I'm saying. I know
1: what the hell to do. That's all it is. You're a master adjuster. You know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. That's all it is. So how do you find that balance between, you know, you were in school, but like working a regular job and doing the music, too, man. I ain't gonna lie. The balance between. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say
1: this is ludicrous,
0: but that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Queen that shit is really, like, is hard. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures.
0: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: Hard as hell, Um, you really gotta find time to do your thing. It's gonna be hard as hell. It's gonna be hard as hell, because you got your eight hours, and then you gotta get some risk. You have to get risk. It's it's not possible without risk. Um, There is no balance, bro. Now that I'm thinking about it, there is no balance. You really just gotta find time. When you find your free time to do your thing, just take that and go with it. Because I ain't gonna lie, if you don't have that drive, that self-motivation, ain't nobody gonna get on your ass to do that. You, you got a job. You, in their mind, you have a stable enough situation to where this dream that you're trying to chase, this is just some side hustle shit, or this is just some background noise. That should be, your dream really should be in the front. The job should just be on some shit just, you know, in the, that should actually be the shadow. You know what I'm saying? That should be the, the bullshit in the background or, you know, you should be trying to get rid of that soon. You know, cause I don't want to work. Nobody wants to work. That's what COVID did. COVID made show. You knew. more. COVID let me know. You don't want to work. I don't want to work. I don't want to work. I ain't saying I'm lazy. <laughs> Cause I ain't. Yeah, you'd rather work on something that you're passionate about. I would rather work on something I'm passionate about. I would rather work on something that's like, that I really love to do. I don't want to be making another motherfucker some money. I would rather be making myself and my people out the money. I Man, I got a family I want to start. You know what I'm saying? You just had your little girl. Mm-hmm. I know you in love with her every day. I want that same thing. I want the house to, you know what I'm saying? All that, I want all of that. and. I writ me personally, I know for a fact there's so much stuff that you cannot do with a job, a regular job, it's over with, it's over with. You That's could try true. it, but you, it's going to have to be something else that you're going to have to do with that job, because job is only for maintaining. Job is only for maintaining, and I've seen that in two parent households, so you know, I say, I come from a two-parent household, both of them was working two, three, you know what I'm saying? My pops had like two, three jobs, my mama had a job. I always on the go, here and there. I'm at my grandma's house. And we just maintain it. We maintain it. You know? We ain't never need for nothing. But we want it for damn near everything. And I, I never knew how much I well, like, really, like, damn. I've been in the same house for going on about 15, 16 years now. Where the upgrade at? All my homeboys got all the J's. Shit, when my sister came, that only child shit went out the way. That's all the way out the window, so where's all the new shit? Come on now, come on with it. But, nah, it's it's all gravy, though. It's all gravy, though. My my people did their thing. They did their thing. But it's like, when my generation, we started just dreaming bigger, I feel like that's how it was. My, I, my generation started dreaming way bigger and we want to change a lot. So the next generation, that we the generation that we raise, mm-hmm. the ones that's coming after the ones right now, you're gonna see a change, I feel like, for real. Because no, we, raising, we, we raising kids with a, a, a completely different mind. It's things that we remember from our parents is like, nah the way that that was handled, we want to do that a completely different way, Yeah. you know? I want to give my child a freedom to do mm. damn near whatever they want. I want them to be them. I don't want to rule you by fear. I want to rule you with love, you know what I'm saying? I want to let you blossom into who you already are going to be without me regardless. You know, if I can guide you into that and add in my little pieces of advice, wisdom, here and there, mm. I'll do that too. But. Nah, everything I
0: do though. Nah, no, that's real. Yeah. So, how far back does your passion for like making music go? When did you realize, man, this is what I love to do, man? I was born in '92, so
1: shit, around '96, '97 was when I just started rapping, boom boxes and shit. I'm like five, six years old. Man, when I tell you. I was looking at the back of all my like little toy story, VCR tapes and shit <laughs> like that. And I was like, man, I'm like, I'm like little format. I, you know what I'm saying? So I started writing my raps in them. My auntie'll take my shit in the bathroom, lock herself in there, read them out loud and shit. I'm out there crying. Be man, no, don't read my shit out loud. My mom ain't gonna know I'm in here cussing. But, you know, it, it go back from way, then, way back then. You know what I'm saying? My first three CDs I ever bought was shit. Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. Rakim and Eric B. Payton Full. And Spice One, 187.
0: Oh, shit.
1: And then right after that was Beastie Boys, Lights to the Ears. So, I mean, I just was always in the, I love what this is. I know this is a, you know what I'm saying, like rap is the newest genre. So I was just infatuated with everything about it. Like the word play. You know, I'm an introvert. I don't really talk a lot. Like, even this is, all these lights and all this attention and shit, I don't, I'm shy. So, the fact that it gives you a chance to, like, articulate your feelings and all that. Because I I'm you know, like I say, manic depressive too, on top of the introvert. So, trying to interpret how I really feel while I'm going through life, it helps me. Like music is really a therapy for me, it's a release. I can pull things from myself that I didn't even know was there through music. Through these beats, I can, okay, I know how I feel. Mm -hmm. I know how I feel, especially when I hear certain tones. That's why I love just, man, just send me some beats. I just go on YouTube and just listen to beats all day long and just try to get in different moods, try to see how I feel. Cause sometimes you wake up and you don't know how you feel at all.
0: I do that all the time. You know, anyone that's ever listened to your music, man, most people get shocked when they hear that you're from BR just because of your style, man. That's that battle rap shit, though. (laughs) That's that battle rap shit. I'm going to be honest because that's what I
1: came up doing. Like, shit, what, Skylandville? Skylandville, ninth grade. Yep, that's when I started battle rapping and everything. I had everybody scared like mother. We had like little, uh, (laughs) yeah, for real. We got a little, little, little school shit going on here and there, like, nah, you, that's where it came from. Listening to fucking Dipset and JR Ryder and fucking Cam and Jim and Jewels and all them like that, 40K, you know, listening to all of them, watching Fight Club and shit. Just, you know, anything the first, because I already knew how to rap, but it's like going them extra steps. Like I wanna learn how to do all these entendres and I wanna, I wanna know about all these, like how to make, not just these regular ass punchlines lines that normal people do. balling like Jordan, balling like Spaulding. It's so bullshit and redundant and everybody gonna say it. Let me see how to approach this shit a different way because everybody wanna rap now, especially right now. But this was back then what really wasn't not too many people was rapping. Mm-hmm. Cause you, you know, everybody ain't want the spotlight, but man, damn all that, I got some shit to say. I got some ways that I feel that don't nobody else feel. And I know if I say it, ain't nobody else gonna say it. Yeah. And especially how I'ma say it. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody gonna tell you, <sighs> Ain't nobody going to tell you the shit I'm going to tell you. That's all I, that's all I can say. Because it's I, I could have quoted some shit just now, but I would have been here all day. Like, I'd be here all day with shit that I said, that it, you can't do that. I could do that all day long. So do you write or you just punch in? I can do both. But I would rather write. I would rather write. Because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a tactician with it. I, I really do. Um, I carefully plan every last word. Um and I'm really into word placement, too. It's, way, it's how you place your words. Like, that's why when, even when I do Rip their Bitches and I'm flowing from beat to beat to beat to beat mm-hmm. and it's just seamless, it's because of word placement. I know exactly how to place these words so I don't trip over myself and this, that, and the third. Like, music is is it's the studying all the greats. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles, and a breakfast cut off. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Shout out to Biggie and all them, you know what I'm saying? I was a Tupac fan, the, the hardest Tupac fan, because my grandma, but growing up, and learning more about the actual real art of putting words together, Biggie. Biggie with that dude, and he ain't sell. That's probably
0: why I'm, Still the job. So going to the the Rip That Bitch series, um, <laughs> did you look at it like a challenge the first time you did it? Like,
1: all right, how can Ooh, I? I'm going to be honest, no. And the reason why is because I'm going to tell you where the Rip That Bitch came from. Sway. Hmm. Sway in the morning, five fingers a day. Okay, diff. yeah. You know, he used to have, he used to bring motherfuckers through the ring. They'd be in the middle of an interview he be like, DJ, you to drop that beat. <laughs> like, god damn, all right. I wasn't even ready to rap, but I was, fuck it, I guess I'm here, come on, let's do it. And then they'll go through their little yes, but I ain't gonna lie. Um, I took that format and did it my way and actually made it into like a real series of shit. And ever since I started, ain't nobody do it after me, hmm. which is how I know for a fact I'm needed out oh, here, yeah, for real. It's shit that I do that ain't nobody else even finna try to do. You can try, but it's not gonna work for you. I'm telling you, you are gonna have to stop and then wait for the other beat to, uh, No, I'm going through every, I'm from the very beginning, as soon as the first beat drop to beat number like six, seven or eight, I don't give a fuck if it's six, seven minutes later, I'm still gonna be rapping. And you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Every, it's gonna be quotables
0: all through that bitch. It's gonna be quotables everywhere through that shit. So how long does it normally take to write one of those then? Is that something you gotta keep coming oh. back to? Um, Sometimes I just go from beat to beat,
1: and then um, I'll stop, and then go to the next one, and then go to, but sometimes I ain't gonna lie, like Rip That Bitch 6, that's the one everybody loved. That bitch got like 230,000 views. Mm-hmm. I feel like I wrote that motherfucker in like two, three days. Whole bitch, I think I I started writing on Friday. I finished around Saturday, recorded it Monday, shot the video like Tuesday or Wednesday. Like, that's how that's how that's how I was going back then. Everything was fast, everything had to be fast because they was on my ass. Like, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes my fans get on my ass, it'd be man, where's the music? Like, (laughs) but I ain't gonna lie, I took a little uh. I took a little hiatus for the last three years. It's too many deaths. Mm. Too many back-to-back deaths. I, I was depressed as hell. So I, and I wanted to revamp myself too. I ain't want y'all to just know me for just rapping. I want to be known for being an artist. I don't want to just be known for just rapping because that's the same thing Puff was told Biggie, You just want to be known as a, a mixtape rapper. Mm. I'm not a rip that bitch rapper. I'm not a set the camera up in front of my face and just rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's what motherfuckers was starting to know me for because that's all I was doing. But this is another way for me to release too. I'm still in the back creating. Like I still got, hip, bro, I got so many albums worth of music. I just, it wasn't ready. It wasn't ready. That, that wasn't me. Like I don't want to just put this out and be like, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like when I put the Big Bad Whip out, I was like, I feel like that's close. It's close. It ain't where I want to be all the way, but it's close. Yeah. It's, it's close. Cause I'm, I'm starting to get to that point where, okay, I got my little catchy hooks, I'm finding my little vibes, I'm letting the beat breathe, I'm, I'm talking my shit, I'm unapologetic, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping my gems. I got comfortable, I got comfortable. That's what I was trying to get to. That comfortable, I'm in my element now. Yeah. That's what I was waiting on. <clears throat> How long did you work on this album for then? I worked on it my whole hiatus. So the, the whole time between between Rip That Bitch 7 and When I Dropped it up Double Made Me Do It, I probably, I probably did this album four times. Really? I did this album four times. First time I scrapped it. Like, I hate this bitch. It's terrible. And I was in love with the music while I was making it. But when I sat back and listened to it afterwards, and I was like, I'm finna go give it to, because there's a certain amount of people that I let listen to my shit before I let everybody else hit. I let them hear they was fucking with it. I ain't like the reaction. Scrap. I'm doing it again, all the way from the front. Did it again, second time. I was like, okay, it's close. Still ain't him though, cause it ain't no videos that I want to do. It's not something that I'm excited to go out here and shoot videos to. It's not it's something excited that I like, mm-mm. That ain't him yet. Then I did it a third time. Now I'm starting to like incorporate new shit okay i like these new jiggy vibes i write bit. i'm in the paint i finally got what i want i did it again because i like in the mid in the middle of recording all them records that third time i was like i'm giving i'm saying too much and what i mean by saying too much like sometimes i get so into the me trying to tell my story so much that I'm giving specific details. I'm like, oh hell no, I'm saying too, way too much. I'm tripping in this bitch. Actually, I'm breaking a whole lot of codes that I was raised on. Like You giving way too much info, <laughs> tripping. <laughs> so the next time, the last time, them last, I feel like 20 songs, cause I think I record, as far as like the whole big metal process, I feel like I recorded like over, over 110, 120 songs. So them last 20 or 30, that's what I picked them last
0: 10 from. Now it's the feedback, man? We know fans were waiting and waiting and waiting. So what are they saying since they heard it? I mean, they love that motherfucker, but it's
1: it, to me, it's the, like, cause you always get them, I like this line. I like when you did this, boy, when you did the, I'm gonna get that all day long. It's the people that call me crying now. That's what I want. It's the people that call me crying with real life. When this happened, I immediately thought of this song and I immediately, it it brought me back to life type shit. Like I felt exactly how you felt in that moment when you said this, this, that and the third and when they, Man, tell you, it's, it's, a, it's a completely different feeling from everything else that I ever did. And I feel like that's what's making me a real artist now. You know what I'm saying? At first, I was being validated by just bars, just shit that I would be saying, That motherfucker be like, damn, that shit was, man, you said, can't get a second light, but you can get a second gun charge, and hoes love red niggas, what I need a tan for, and you say all this crap. I get that. All day long from people that I have never met in my life. But when it's the, bruh, when it's the fresh out of deep depression right back in my bag, I can't let none hold me back. That was real. I really was going through a suicidal moment at that point. Like, I was having thoughts. I shook myself back with that song. That song was my suicidal prevention song how long will Lay mormon was my, fa- my my grandmother's favorite Tupac song. Another suicidal prevention song. Kinda let me down was my reason. That, that was really just me putting everything on the table. All the shit that I wanted to say for so long that I held in. I held everything in. I'm not holding nothing in no more bro. Mm-hmm. I feel like the window of time for me to be holding everything, get this shit over with, man. I would rather get everything off my chest while, I'm st- while I still got my jersey on. I don't wanna take the jersey off a of rapping and be like, I still got shit to say though. <clears throat> Not no more. And then when I'm doing it, I'm unapologetic about it. I hear everybody feedback or what. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I'm doing what I wanna do from now on. Point blank period. That's that's the mindset I was in at that point. That's what the the big bad with the growl and the, fuck all y'all, and you gonna respect it. Point blank here, because I'm not
0: accepting nothing else. So what does it mean for you when you, you know, the fans call you and you get those type of messages of how much it touches them? man? I love that shit.
1: I love that shit. That's what keep me going. Because I think about quitting every week. (laughs) I'm gonna be honest. (laughs) Until I get that motherfucking check, I don't think about fuck rap every week, Jack. You know uh, like me being the rap god and I can't, I cannot stop making music though. I can say I quit every week. I'm still gonna rap because it's my therapy. It's my therapy. Between my old lady, bruh, and like the you know, we chop it up. That's my life coach. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's my life coach. We get to running it all day long.
0: But when I'm by... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac, or drop a crispy fry between the car seats, or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't the road trip. It was just a really long drive. ba up. ba ba
1: Participating McDonald's. Myself, and I need the pick-me-ups, and I ain't there to hear her voice or whatever, It'd be the music, whether I'm listening to myself or I'm creating it. Mm-hmm. Cause some stuff I be like, like, and I ain't gonna lie, another thing that keep me going with it is the, I, I should have said this. It's a whole lot of, I should have said this instead of this. So now I'm letting me go make a new
0: song and put that shit in there. Yeah.
1: You know, it'd be a lot of that, I ain't gonna lie. For sure.
0: What was up with this back and forth between you and uh, Akeem Ali earlier this Oh season? shit. uh alright you all right, y'all just interviewed Be Real. Shout out to be real, my be dog. Real.
1: um Be real had uh, mentioned me when he first started the first one, and he was like, "You got forty eight hours." I was like, "Man, you on bullshit? <laughs> you on the bullshit? I like though, cause this is back to my roots. Yeah, when that when I can't put that hood on, he was like, "Fuck the Kim and Casanova shit. Let's get the rapping." <laughs> I like, man, you know who you talking to? <laughs> He wasn't even talking specifically to me or nothing, but as soon as B Real put that batter in my back, man, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just write a verse right fast. Let me go ahead. And... and for anybody who ever feel like that man's got me in any way, shape, form, or fashion, I don't give a damn what nobody say. From the first line of that bitch to the last line of that bitch, I'm punching that whole down. Real cop. Boy, I can't, you know I fuck with you. We FaceTimed, we done talked a couple times. My boy, I got you. <laughs> I'ma keep it all the way, I got you, bro. From the first line of that bitch, I'm punching out the gate, out the gate. It was back to back. And I don't care if you don't understand them. That's another thing. I don't care if you don't understand all my shit. Cause when you go back, when I'm of here, and when you go back and retrace your steps, because that's what everybody loves to do. Everybody giving Dolphins flowers now. Mm-hmm. That man was the sickest when he was here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get that same thing. I know it. It's going to happen after I'm gone. So when you rewind and you like, damn, that was saying. Yeah, when your mind catches up to my, where my mind is, you're going to notice I've been the sickest for years, over a decade. I've been doing this shit. It's a reason why Lil Poo had, come up, you little bro. Let me put you on songs with such and such, and, d-. and I was just a regular little dirty dude from Baton Rouge. I'm just from Clione. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody know me. But Pooh was like, Nah, you that. You gonna be that dude. You gonna be that dude. So it's it's a reason. It's a reason for it. I ain't gonna lie. But me and the King, we we traded our little balls back and forth. That's you know what I'm saying? Man. I ain't gonna lie. He 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 a, he a solid one. He a real one. We gonna get we gonna get some shit in. We got some. Uh, we got something in the works. I ain't gonna say too much. We got something in the works though, I'll sure. say that. That's gonna be dope right there. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, cause we both love this shit the same way. That's why, I, that's that's exactly the reply. When he hit me up and was like, man. I was like, nah, I know you love this shit like I do. <laughs> you love rapping just like I do. Cause if I if I had the light that you had too, I would be doing the same thing. Man, fuck all this light shit. Let's come, come in the dark. right <laughs> fast. Let's come. Holla at me over here. Put this hoodie on right fast. Let me holla at you, you know what I'm talking about? Let's get dirty right fast, that's me. Yeah, I love the sport of this shit. Like, and, and, but that that's something that I had to, you gotta get out of the love and the sport of this shit if you wanna make hits. You gotta make jingles to make the hits. I got them too, though, don't, don't trip. I got the little simple catchy hooks, bro. Don't worry, don't trip. <laughs> On trip, I got the shit to make your people head vibe and all that. We ain't got to get into the science, and you know? <sighs> Everything ain't got to be all technical. Yeah. Not all the time. Yeah, so go ahead and just speak on that
0: relationship with you and Pooh, man.
1: Man, that's my fucking dog. Um, we met us South by Southwest, 2013, Uh, thanks to DJ Dow Jones. Dow Jones was the first person that ever pick up the first Rip That Bitch. He sent it to Dirty Glove Dre. Dirty Glove Dre invited me to South by Southwest 2013 in Austin with y'all. And we met at Nice Kicks. I literally had just dapped up Bun B, took a picture with Tyler Kwali, turned to the right, they go Donald Jones and Pooh. <laughs> and it's like ever since we met each other, like that first time he was telling me about lines and shit that I said in the, in the, in the first Rip That Bitch, I'm like, I just was rapping. In my head, like I was just rapping, but he was like, "Nah, we got the studio tonight. Come to the studio. Pull up to a motel. I'm like, man, I ain't no motherfuckers was setting up studios <laughs> and motels like this for real. I knew nothing like was on the road, but like, uh. but he had me in that bitch all night. I'm smoking in front pops. It's the first time I did that one. Ooh, I ain't gonna lie. He turned me up. I ain't gonna lie. Pooh turned me up. Pooh turned me up. Pooh turned me up. He he gave me that. He gave me the validation that motherfuckers out, outside of my circle and my jurisdiction. Because everybody, where I was at, they was like, boy, you is the Lil Wayne of this bitch. You the Lil Wayne of Baton Rouge. They was always calling me. The, it's like, he from Dallas. He speaks a completely different language from me, in my mind. Mm-hmm. So, when he gave me that validation, like, nah, bro, you got it. You got, you got it. The, everything about the it. It ain't just the music. It's the look. It's the... It's everything, you got it. Just go with it, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna lie up and, psh, man, me and Pooh, that motherfucker slept on my couch. That man ate out, I'm talking, about, that's my dog. I love Pooh, dog. I, I miss my dog, for real. That, that's, cause he really believed in me. Like that was one of the first people to really believe, believe, for real. He was willing to put me in them rooms with Jose. He was willing to put me in the rooms with, with, with Pablo Juan. He was, in, he was willing to put me in the rooms with the other Q. Fuck, I didn't even mm-hmm. know they had another Q until I was in the <laughs> room with him. Like this way before OG Bobby Johnson and all, that, I didn't even know there was another, like I heard the, uh, the, the, the song he had with the Migos and shit. Okay, that yeah. was, I heard it, but I didn't know his name was Q. And I'm like, damn, my name ain't Q. So how the fuck you gonna have two? Come on, Poo. You got a song, Q featuring Q, Q and Q. Like, who is who? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was another reason why I had changed my name from Q to Q to Truth. Q The Truth was my uh, Twitter name. Yeah. But then I went from Q to Truth to Q Almighty because I just was, I was on my rap guy shit and just was like, every time you type in Q to Truth, a bunch of Traitor Truth shit gonna come up. Really? Over with. Q Almighty. Fuck around
0: with y'all. Yeah, long live Pooh, man. For we miss him every day, man. Nah, that's. He was that's, one of the realest people. Yeah, we're gonna be, man. Thank you, Poo, uh,
1: and let me uh, meet Zorilla before he died too. At Mouse Studio, he—he, he, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, cause other than that, bro, I probably would have never met him. I always heard about him, like, especially with Nissa being my cousin and shit like that. I always used to hear about him, but I never had met him. And the crazy part, behind the scenes, years later, Zo, brother gets my cousin pregnant. Now I got a little cousin. And now, Zo, I found out his sons like my music too. So he grabbing my that phone. Smiles. Yeah, he grabbing my phone like, hey, pull up this song. I like this song by you. Uh, you got games on your phone? Give me some money. This, that, the thing. Like, I was like, man, this, he look just like Zo too. That's crazy. Like, man, that, man, that shit crazy, bro. <laughs> it's so many stories. It's so many stories. Child to Zip too.
0: Po- Poo made me think about zip. Yeah, that's my dog. For sure, man. <laughs> so 2022 Q, what, what what are you planning, man? Do you even set goals at this point, like? I'm gonna be honest. At this point, cause I never did. I never
1: had a full year of just back to back to back dropping, and that's what everybody try to get on my ass about, like the consistency part. I gotta get more consistent. And I know for a fact 2022, I'm finna be consistent as hell. Um, finna start some shit next week with Wolf Wednesdays. Okay. Every Wednesday. I kind of want to do some, some other shit too. I'm gonna try to do two every week. I want to do two every week. Cause that's how much music I got. Hmm. And that's how much music I'm currently writing too. So I want to do two a week. I want to be in the studio every week. Cause normally I, <sighs> I go weeks and months and all that type shit without going to the studio, but I still got hella music. Like, even when I don't go to the yo, I'm still writing. But this year, 2022, I'm getting all my business right, because I know 99% of the artists out there, especially if you indie. You ain't got your business right all the way. A lot of people don't want to talk about that, but you don't. You don't, bro. So much stuff that I don't know about music, and I didn't know that I didn't know it. You're always going to be learning, man. I know, but I really thought I knew some shit. (laughs) I really did. I thought I knew, I I thought I had my little business shit together, but I really don't. But I ain't afraid to say I, I got a lot of shit to work on. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I ain't afraid to say I got a lot of shit to work on. I'm open to everything, too. I'm open to damn near everything because I really want to make it not just for me. It's people behind me that I want. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to say people behind me. These People that's with me. Fuck the behind me part because it ain't no I'm in the front and there in the back. No, we all together. It's, it's, it's people that I want to bring with me when I go. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if these people will get the light on their own because they not, you know, everybody feel like I got the traction, to, and I feel like I don't. I'm just me being honest. I feel like I'm a brand new artist completely. I feel like I'm starting from square one, me personally. But everybody was like, nah, you got a foundation. I'm like, I don't care about it. I might have it, but I don't care about it. I want to recreate all of this. Yeah, I want to start all the way from square one and do this shit how I should have did it the first time. That's where I want to go, 2022. That's where I want to go. I want to start all the way over. That's why I treated the Big Bad with like a demo. Like, remember when Future was on the end of Codec, uh, on, the, on the, the end of Codeine Crazy? Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm treating this shit like a demo. That's exactly what this is. The Big Bad Wolf was like, a demo. I'm, I wanna reintroduce you to who you thought I was. You ain't really know me like you thought you did. Hmm. You ain't know me like you thought you did. Even when you thought you knew me as a little kid. That little bad motherfucker with the, with the gap that was running around with the little bow fade, the part in the middle, yeah. You didn't know him either. Cause he didn't know himself. I'm just really starting to learn myself without all the shit that my people put me on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you'd be raised into certain shit. I'm learning who I am without all of that. Like who I am just all the way on my own, by myself. I know who I am now. I'm comfortable in it too. I'm fine with you not being whatever with me. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I ain't tripping. And everybody not gonna like you. That's something else I had to learn. Everybody else, everybody not gonna like everything you do. I used to always try to do shit to make sure they ain't nobody had nothing bad to say about me. No, I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. <laughs> that's Career. a great
0: space to be in,
1: man. For sure, so, man. And that's another reason why I say, uh, I always do give Starlito his, his his credit. For real. Cause he 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 one of the ones, bro. He one of the ones who cause when he started in that that uh that insomnia addict shit and he started that documentary, I was about to say, man, I got so much further in life by just not giving a fuck. When I heard that, that switched everything. It's a couple it's a couple people that's like that for me though. Starlito Big crit, all them. But the reason why I brought Little up is because I want him to get on Thuggin' bro. Hmm. Thuggin' is the number five on um, Big Bad Wolf. Lil' Booby produced it. Um, Lil' Booby was the same motherfucker that, uh, that did catch it for Babyface Ray. Okay, yeah. Man, we linked through Instagram after the I King Mali shit. He was like, bro, you hard. I ain't even know he had produced for nobody. For real. I ain't know nothing about nothing, you know. I knew he was a producer though, because my homeboy was telling me, but I didn't know what he produced and who he produced for. But when he sent me that beat, I was like, yeah, I know exactly what I'm finna do to this. And I wrote, I already had this song, but I just redid it to that beat. I was like, nah, this 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 the one I won't lead on. I'ma do it myself. But I want Lido on this bitch because it encapsulated everything that I said, like, the I'm owning who I am now and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm telling you, that whole insomnia addict run that he had, I was on that same shit. Like, he literally was talking from exactly how we was living at that time. Everything that he said, everything that Stolito said in insomnia addict, we was doing all that shit. We was doing all that shit. Shout out to Big B. We was doing all that shit. And he kinda gave me a a blueprint of how to keep going through this shit. You Know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna cap. Cause like I said, I can't, can't, you know, it's it's, it's a lot of Baton Rouge rappers that I, you could tell I don't listen to a lot of Baton Rouge music. You can tell. You can just listen to my music and tell, oh, he don't listen to a lot of BR shit. He don't, I don't. I don't, and it's not that we have bad, Baton Rouge rappers or nothing like that. I just don't want to sound like nobody else from where I'm at. And that's not saying that I sound like anybody else, period. But I just don't want to sound like nobody else in my circumference. It's over with. All uh, right, Q, you want to give any shout outs before we wrap it up here, man? Shit, I want to shout out to everybody who didn't shout me out when they came up here and you from i my bad. <laughs> 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 man, shout out to all my people. Y'all know I love y'all. All my family, my mama, my dad, and my sister. Shit, she changed my life. Shout out to my old lady. She changed my life, my way of thinking. My, she rewired my brain. Um, all my little cousins, presidential for sure. My name, Rob, Spliff, Cashflow, Jay. Brando, Ty, oh yeah, oh y'all, yeah, know, yeah, I y'all yeah, know what's in on. Oh, shit, shout out to Lil' Poo. long little Dickie. I still have not cried yet. Hmm. It's hurting me that I haven't cried for them yet. It's another thing that I deal with. I have not cried for Dickie and Poo yet, bro. And I don't wanna get so desensitized to where I don't feel it. Cause that's what a lot of death did, you know, make you did with, it, it, it desensitizes you. You get numb to it after a while. I got damn near a hundred dead helmets, for real. I done got desensitized to this shit and I don't like it. It's, it. It hurt me. I don't like it. Um, But back to the shout outs, my bad. Um, Yeah, shout out to everybody bro. I, I, I really just, I wanna make it in this shit. I want to make it, and I want 2022 to, to be that year that I do, because I'm finna put in a lot of work. Um, this Instagram algorithm that messed everything up. I'm getting way less views and traction than I did, but I ain't tripping. I'ma work through all that. I'm finna get my promotion game right, my marketing game right, get my publishing right. I'm finna get everything right. Everything that, was, that I was missing, 2022, I'm finna do all of that. Because I feel like I'm way... F- I feel like I'm behind. But everybody else is like, nah, you straight. Just keep going. So I'm just gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going, for sure. But, um, shout out to Nef, Peasy, then my dogs, my nigga Ken, Teflon, Twan. Everybody from the Bay, y'all know I love y'all. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Saves of Gemini. she cider Baby. Fucking uh, 2K Baby. I, everybody that had hit me up and told me that I was hard, I appreciate and I love every last one of y'all from the bottom of my heart because that's what keeps me going every day. Whether I'm rapping or not because you fucked with me. And I thought wasn't nobody fucking with me. Real talk. I thought wasn't nobody fucking with me. I was like, man, these, it's, either they, it's either people scared or they don't know how to fuck with me. Man, I'm normal, I'm regular just like everybody else. Just talk to me, holler me. Hey, my number ain't never changed since I was in eighth grade. Like, for real, everything about me is the exact same, damn near, you know what I'm saying? I just stand on, I stand on my shit, now. At first I wasn't standing on it. Now I'm standing on it. I'm standing on everything that I say, now. For sure. Long live Lil pool, long live Diggie. Love y'all to death. Long live my cousin Nussie, bro. Because if it wasn't for Nuss, I wouldn't be rapping at all. I wouldn't be rapping at all. Because Pops ain't want me to rap. Hmm. Pops ain't want me to rap. I was a basketball player, bro. I played AAU. If it wasn't for nothing, hearing through the grapevine, through one of his people, man, your little cousin out here doing X, Y, and Z, it's way too early for him to be doing all that. He's 12. And he came to me on my 12th birthday, like, bro, what you wanna do? I wanna rap. I got a studio. He gave me my first beat. He was my first feature. He put my shit out. He promoted it. He jumped on six or seven songs on my first project. Everything like, and was my introduction. He was, he, he was the reason, he was the main reason for all of this. And he was misunderstood for sure. And yeah, they, they y'all know what's happening. <laughs> y'all know what's around. Nowadays if it ain't 350 and I ain't exotic And beefin to get your mama sip like your sip it's a Cold summer Ace and Chris Brown go from bada the- Who needs an alarm in the morning When McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles And a breakfast cutoff Ba-da ba ba ba